This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. Acts of the Apostles, chapter number 2, and verse number 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. It's also on the screen when you have it, say amen. And the word of the Lord reads, and they continued. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Let it remain sanctified within our hearts. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I want to preach to you this afternoon from one word and one word only. Continue. Look at your neighbor, point your finger at him and say, neighbor, the devil's been fighting you just to stop you. But I declare, if you just continue, you're about to meet your miracle. I need about 25 people in here to make some noise. Holler at somebody like you, the preacher, on the other side of the room and say, hey, over there. Whatever you do, don't stop now. Continue. Hey. I need to find me a witness online. And maybe I get about 35 of y'all in the room. Find somebody who's going to really holler at you and talk to you. Say, neighbor, the whole purpose of the devil fighting you is to get you a, to stop. Tell them because you're a threat to the kingdom of darkness. So tell that devil, today I made a decision to continue. Eat your heart out. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep. Somebody holler, continue. Somebody type it in the chat for me. Continue, continue, continue. Lay hands on yourself and say, continue, continue, continue. Continue, continue, continue. Continue, continue. Keep going. Father, in the name of Jesus, use me like you're going to use me up. Drench me out like a dish rag. I thank you that all the oil that's on my life it goes forth right now father thank you that your people are edified the devil is horrified but you be glorified let your word go forth as a mighty edge to edged sword cutting between the marrow and the bone going and coming thank you that you shall be blessed by our praise and we shall be blessed by your word it is in jesus name we pray somebody clap your hands and say continue Have your seats. And they continued. And they continued. I'm a dry Egypt. I've taken up uh, a task of uh, recreation and enjoyment of golfing. I like to golf. I know it seems like a boring sport to watch online and on television, but it's a very active sport. It, uh, it takes a lot of strength, it takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of your body presence to do it. Um, yes, special deals, appointments, and meetings are made on the golf course, but golfing is a very active and involved sport. You have to use your mind, your brain, and your body. It's a great sport, and I, I actually enjoy doing it. Before I actually learned Deacon Dawn to golf and to go on the course, uh, I actually first went to the driving course. The driving course is a little bit different than an actual course. The driving course is simply where you stand and you hit the ball 
and see how far it could go to just get your drive right. And one of the golf clubs is called the driver. Everybody say the driver. You use the driver to drive your ball, to drive it out into the field. You could be somewhere of 175 to 200 uh, uh, feet away from the hole, so you've got to drive the ball as close as you can to the hole. Now, when you are golfing, there are certain pars, just to understand it. The pars is considered the standard. Uh, at hole number one, it can simply be par four. Par four means within four hits, your ball should land in the hole. If you use more than four hits, you are above par. That's not good. To be beneath par is better. To be at par is where you belong. Par is the standard. You could use it. You could use it. Par is the standard. So in order to reach the standard, you've got to do well at driving your golf ball out to the course. You got to make sure you hit it hard enough so it gets close enough to the hole. And so I was there golfing and swinging my club with my driver, and I was swinging until the ball would go out. The problem with my ball when it goes out is that it goes on a curve. And I, I said, my, I, don't, I wanted to go straight. It keeps going on the curb. It would swing to the left. And so I hired a, a tutor and an instructor to help me to, so that my ball can go straight. I wanted to go straight. And he said, first of all, what you're doing, Mr. Shaw, he says, is that you're swinging to hit it. But the problem is you're twisting your body. And the ball is going into the direction that your body is turning. So you've got to keep your body straight. And so I said, okay, i got to keep my body straight to hit it. And so I was hitting it, and it got a little bit better. But the ball wasn't going far. It was going straight, but it wasn't going far. I'm preaching good already. Uh, it was going straight, but it wasn't going far. And so I said, well, why isn't it going far? He said, because you're hitting the ball. I said, well, isn't that what I'm supposed to hit? He said, yeah, you're supposed to hit. I said, because you sound like I'm supposed to hit you. What, what, what am I supposed to hit? He said, no, don't hit me. He said, don't just hit the ball. You've got to hit through the ball. I said, what do you mean? He said, look at the ball, but hit the sky. He said, when you swing, you're hitting the ball and only the ball is moving. But if you want the ball to go further, hit the direction to the direction that you want to go the, ball, the ball to go in. So he said, you got to hit through the ball to the sky. God help me. You're hitting the object, but in order for it to go far, you got to hit through the object. Oh, God. And I was standing there looking at him real bishopry. And uh, I said, man, you don't understand. You just gave me revelation. Because so many of us are hitting our goals and hitting the thing that we're going after. And we have become settled at getting our goal and reaching what we're going after. But we often miss God because we don't get through what we're going after we get to what we're going after i need you to understand something there's a lot of people that stop when they get it but do nothing after they got it and so that's hitting the ball it's gonna move it's gonna go but it ain't gonna go far in order to really meet success you're gonna have to hit through what you're going after in other words i want to ask 15 of y'all this question can you see beyond your prayer request being answered what's gonna happen after you get it we know what you're going to do when you get it but what you're going to do and how you're going to behave after you receive it look at your neighbor says swing through i'm almost through winston churchill said it like this success is not final failure is not fatal it's the courage to continue that counts let me say it again and i quote success is not final Failure is not fatal. 
It's the courage to continue that counts, end quote. In other words, brothers and sisters, the thing that is challenging most of us is the willingness to keep going. Stopping has arrested you more than you know. Continuing to cease what you started has caused you to be in error in fulfilling your goal and your destiny in God. God wants you to continue because God lives in the continue. I, I, I got to tell somebody else this because they're missing it and I'm almost through. God lives in the continue. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, if you want to know where God resides... He's in the continue. Uh, Pastor Chanel, what I found out and discovered by people is that they celebrate. They celebrate when they achieve a goal. And we are very goal-oriented generation. We are a generation that celebrates goal. Where's the goal? What you going after? What you going? Soon as we get the degree, have y'all seen these graduations? They go across the stage and get their diploma and they dancing across the stage and all of that. They get a degree and they celebrate and that's good. You bought the house. Good. And so on Facebook you showing us the keys uh, to your new house. That's wonderful. You taking poses with your new car because you bought your new car. You got it. But can I tell you guys that uh, uh, maintenance is more challenging than acquisition. Can I talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking? Anybody can get it, but can you continue to keep it? Mm. We know lots of folks that got cars, but it was repossessed. We know lots of folks that got homes, but it was foreclosed on. We, got not, we know lots of folks who got a job, but they got fired too. They never post the foreclosure notice. They never post the repossession. They never post, come on here, the day they got fired. They only post the acquisition, but they never post the repossession. Because the repossession is a testimony of the lack of continuation. Holler at somebody and say, continue. It reminds me of another game that I like in recreation, Sister Kiana. I like to bowl. Any bowlers in the room? I like to go bowling. Bowling is a great game. It's a great sport. And it's a great recreation. And I'm pretty good at it. Y'all meet me on the alley. Okay? And so here's the thing with bowling. Watch this. Uh, when we bowl, the whole goal of putting the ball down the lane and hitting the pins is to get a what? A strike. And so some of you that don't know how to bowl, if you're lucky enough to get a strike, I mean you dancing. You're doing the Fred Flintstone around the whole lane because you just didn't believe you got a strike. You didn't bowl the ball right. It was just lucky. It's called a lucky strike. And so you get a strike and you dance because you got a strike. Now here's the thing about bowling. Y'all ever been there? When they uh, automatically count up your, your score and your points. When you hit a strike, Pastor Sabrina bowls a about 200. When you hit a strike, hmm, watch this, they never put your score on the board. <laughs> Can I preach out today? Are you with me? They never huh, add up your score on a strike because they do this. They base your score upon your next bowl. God. And some people are dancing because they got a strike, but they don't realize that your strike will be counted based upon what you do after your last act of success. Oh God. And some of us are not successful. We just had a lucky day. Real success is when you can do it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if you get three strikes in a row, that's called turkey. And most folks are having lucky days. They're not successful at all because you can't do it again. Can you preach to your neighbor like you on Fifth Sunday preaching and say, hey neighbor, you're only good at what you do if you can do it again uh, what's your next bowl gonna look like what is the next role gonna look like because this week God used you but next week you're depressed this week you were wonderful but next week you're a blunder this week come on here things went well but next week you're in depression brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen what you gonna do next somebody holler continue 
got to move. Hurry up, Shaw. Well, continuing is an act of God. I'm almost through, y'all. You, uh, God, help us. Continuing is an act of God. It is actually the place where God resides. Please understand that God, Brother Parr, he, he doesn't live in time. He has a consciousness of time because he created, but he lives in eternity. Somebody say eternity. He is God who is eternal, eternal and immortal. He's the only wise God and God does not live in time, but lives in eternity. So stopping at a goal is not God's nature. Just getting something done is not his nature. Just getting something to happen is not his nature. God lives in the beyond what just happened. God, I'm preaching good. I said he lives in the beyond what just happened. And many times, brothers and sisters, we are dancing because what just happened and that's good and you should but you've got to move to a place that you can live beyond what just happened because what just happened can change in a moment if you don't live beyond it how many of you have been happy and joyful in church and as soon as the benediction was given something happened outside on the train in the uber come on here something happened at your house to snatch your joy and to steal what you just received from the Lord and try to take your impartation you got to determine that I can't live just in worship we've got to live beyond the benediction who am I preaching to you cannot just shout scream dance and speak in tongues in the church but you got to be prepared for the hellhounds and the devil that's on your track after the benediction somebody holler and say after the benediction is where my faith is really counted it is the beyond it is in the continuing it is in the eternal that God lives we often stop at the goal our goal watch this must not be the target our aim must be to continue let me say it again our goal cannot be the target but our goal must be to keep going some of you saying right now, when I get a million dollars, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. When I get my house, I'm going to do that. When I get my car, I'm going to do that. And all of the stuff you're going to do when you get what you're praying for. What God is trying to examine is if you would do that now before you even get it. Oh God. And can I promise out to about 17 of y'all that would agree with me that sometimes God takes that stuff away just to see if your praise going to stay high. Come on here. Hallelujah. Just to see if you're still going to worship him. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I need to tell y'all this. Sometimes God tests us through elimination. God examines us by getting us fired, by taking repossessions. God's just trying to test your character to see like Job, will you still trust me when I slay you? God, uh, who is it right now that's in a season of examination by going through a process of elimination? Because God says, I want to see will you keep praising me when I take it. I want to see will you keep worshiping me when it's no longer there. You only praise me for the gifts, but you haven't praised the God of the gift. Somebody holler, continue. To keep going, the dare, the dare will to keep going. Can you pray like you pray when you got it before you ever had it? when we need a miracle I'm talking about when somebody's on their sick bed dying and we need God to send a miracle we we bringing it all down come on here we speaking in tongues like we never spoke before we in church every Sunday you in discipleship course come on look at y'all you wearing black and white you on the consecration you doing everything you supposed to do because you trying to get this miracle from God but let things be on easy street let your bills be paid let things be going well then some of us get at ease in Zion don't lie on Sunday y'all go to hell if you do that let's tell the truth we sometimes struggle to keep going when things get good could it be brother Parr that that's why God won't let it be too good for us because he know we won't pray right he know we won't be faithful and committed maybe that's why he keep trouble in our life because trouble means you're going to be on your knees maybe he's keeping you humble by keeping you human 
The goal, Deacon Dawn, has got to be a commitment to God that whether you give it to me or not, I'm going to praise you. The goal has got to be whether you answer this prayer or don't, I'm still going to be in worship. My mouth still going to be open. My hands still going to be. Is there anybody in the room that got to praise and say, God, I still do it. I'll still do it. I still praise you. I still bless you. I will continue. I'm almost through, uh, God. And so here in the text of Acts chapter 2, uh, God, Sister Deidre, we, we, we see here, last week we talked about Pentecost. Somebody say Pentecost. We wore white last week. We spoke in new tongues. We got an impartation of the Holy Ghost. And everybody is talking about Pentecost. But I want to talk about post-Pentecost. Because Pentecost has no power if there's no continuation. Uh, can I talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking? I said Pentecost has no power if you don't keep going. Tongues has no power if you don't keep speaking in them. Holy living has no power if you don't do it on Wednesday. You got to keep going. Holler at your neighbor and tell him you just got to keep going. We celebrate Pentecost. But if Pentecost means nothing when you cuss him like a sailor the next Sunday. Pentecost means nothing when you're sleeping with somebody that's not your husband or your wife. Come on here. Pentecost means nothing when you got more hell up that white dress. Pentecost means nothing. Hallelujah. If you beat tamarines and your wife. Pentecost means nothing. Hallelujah. If you feed strangers but won't feed your children. Pentecost means nothing if you don't continue. don't mean a thing if you don't keep going the moment you stop you crucify him afresh the moment you cease you pull the plug from Pentecost the moment you stop living right you told the devil he's right so our challenge then, Pastor Moore, our challenge for this generation is to continue. Oh, God, help us. I was talking to a young person, a young adult this week. I was talking to them in the and uh, we was, we was having a conversation, amen, and we was talking about what is it to submit, what is it to obey, what is it to do the will of God, and all of those conversations we were having. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I, I felt the need uh, to explain to them that we started becoming a religion or belief system of goals. When we used to say heaven, was the goal. Come on, let's switch it, son. We, we, we used to say, turn the volume down. We used to say that heaven was the goal. When heaven was the goal, we lived differently. When heaven was the goal, we thought differently. When heaven was the goal, we praised differently. When heaven was the goal. When heaven is the goal. There's another mindset. When heaven is the goal, there's a different approach. When heaven is the goal, you're not trying to praise God for house. You ain't trying to praise God for no man. You ain't trying to praise God for no car. You're praising him because I'm trying to make it in to the abode of God. If we get to a place that I'm not doing this so God can blow up my business. I'm not doing this so God can secure the bag. I'm not doing this so God can get me hitched and married. I'm doing this because I'm trying to get to eternity. I'm trying to get to the boat of God. I'm trying to get to a place where I can continue for eternity. And for the rest of my, somebody holler at your neighbor and say, just keep going. And so... So the question is, what do you do after you obey? You keep obeying. 
and what do you do after you reach that point and you keep going and what do you do after you submit and you keep submitting and what do you do after you pray and you keep praying and what do you do after you get it you keep going and you have the same fervor and you have the same fire and you have the same commitment as if you didn't even got it oh God I feel like preaching this real good in other words brothers and sisters God says I want to keep your fire and I want to keep your passion and I want to keep your fervor down on the inside of you and sometimes to keep that I gotta take things from you and today I want us to graduate on the 30th day of May to a place where God can trust us with wealth and worship can God trust you with wealth and worship where you will open up your mouth and got a million dollars? God says, can I trust you that everything will be well and you praise me like you don't have a dime in your pocket? When we look at the text, it's the Bible says, and they continued. They continued steadfastly. They continued with the commitment. They continued. They continued. When you look at that word continued, it's a Greek word, proskatanio. Uh, what that word simply means, uh, it is where we get the word persistent from. It is a word that means to be devoted. It means to be persistent. It means to associate closely with, to serve personally. It means to hold fast, to endure, to stand perpetually ready, to persevere in it, to be devoted to it. I mean, I wonder, brothers and sisters, and I'm closing, how many of you are going to continue with the 6 a.m. prayer even though we're not on consecration? See, we'll do it because Bishop said do it. We'll do it because the church is on consecration. But when you really love God the way you say you love him, the church don't have to be on consecration for you to get up and set your alarm at 6 a.m. and get yourself in the posture of prayer. Look at your neighbor and act like you're the fifth Sunday preacher and say, neighbor, I have a desire to keep going, keep going. The reason why I have a desire to keep going is because God is bigger than what I'm praying for. He's more important than what I ask him to do. And I want to show God that my blessing is not bigger than my blesser. And I want to show God that I'm faithful to him even if he don't do another thing for me. I got a good preach here. Look at your neighbor and say neighbor. If God don't do another thing for me he's already done enough tell somebody on the other side and say neighbor I've got a will to keep going even when I don't know what's beyond this I don't know what tomorrow holds but I do know who holds tomorrow so I'm going to keep on going even when I'm facing opposition and struggle in other words brothers and sisters tell that old sluicer devil to eat your heart out can't you tell by now that I'm not leaving God that I'm here to stay and I'm not going nowhere stomp your right foot down real hard and say devil I'm here to stay and tell him I'm not going anywhere some of you are born in vicarious situations some of you are born living in the lack and poverty situations but you kept on going your family was filled with addictions and alcohol domestic violence ruled in the house you wasn't born with a silver spoon in your mouth but you came here blessing God you came here lifting them up you came here magnifying them. some of you had coronavirus reigning in your body but you're still blessing God you're still lifting them up some of you in this room didn't have a jobs address but somehow month to month all your needs were met clothes still on your back roof still over your head 
shoes still over your feet. How did this happen? It's because the blesser is here. Because he's committed to me and committed to my prosperity. Some of you wonder, how is it that I survived the worst season of my life? It's because God was with you. And if God be with you, he's more than the world that's up against you. Y'all tell the truth on Sunday. The last season of your life. You thought you lost your mind. You thought you was about to lose it and have a mental breakdown and an emotional breakdown. But before you had a breakdown, God gave you a breakthrough. Look at you now. You're still on the house of God. You're still lifting him up and you're still praising him because the devil don't realize the more you mess with me, the more you afflict me, the larger I'm a grow and the more that I am fueled to just keep going. If you can touch a neighbor, find somebody, grab them by the hand and say, neighbor, the more the devil mess with me, he fuels me to go a little higher. He fuels me to keep on going. Every misery adds fuel to my commitment in the things of God. You got the wrong neighbor, but find somebody else. Shake their hand like you're going to shake it off. And say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I got a feeling that everything is going to be all right. Because though I cried, my tears dried. Though I had no food, he was my bread. Though I got thirsty, he was my water. He became my friend. When I was friendless, he became my mother. When I was motherless, he became a father. When fatherless, I need you to help me. Can somebody help me? Look at your neighbor and behind your mask, say neighbor. I'm about to encourage you with the scripture and say neighbor. When I give you the scripture, you better holler like you're gonna continue. And the scripture is be not weary in well doing, for you shall reap if you don't faint. I got a word. I got a word for somebody today. Don't you faint. Your miracle is on the way. Your breakthrough is almost here. I know that it's already come to pass. Find your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is a season of faint knots. Selene, whatever you do, don't you faint, don't you quit, don't throw in the towel because your blessing is on its way. What should I continue? I gotta continue to keep hoping. Somebody tell your neighbor, say hope, hope in God. Look at your neighbor, point your finger at him and say neighbor. Psalm 71 says this, but I will hope continually and will yet praise the more and the more. But I will hope continually and I will yet praise thee more and more. God, I feel like keep going. I feel like keep pressing my way. I got a clue. Wrap your arms around somebody and say, neighbor, continue hope. But tell them to continue to love. Because the Bible says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures. Love endures. Love endures. 
love endures all things. Charity never fails. Charity never stops. You can't love me today and hate me tomorrow. Charity never fails. You can't love God on Sunday but live like a sinner on Monday. I tell you, throw your hands up and say, Lord, I love you, I love you. God, I feel good. Continue loving. Crown ministries. Keep on loving. Keep on worshiping. Keep on praising. Goodbye, y'all. See you this afternoon. But before I close, I gotta give you two more scriptures. One scripture tells me to keep on praying. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, whatever you do, don't stop praying. Because the Bible says, First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray and don't stop. Pray and keep going. I gotta close y'all. I'm feeling real good. But look at somebody preach to him hard and say, Name, as of today, my prayer life don't have an amen. My prayer life don't have a conclusion. My prayer life doesn't have an end. Pray, pray without ceasing. Pray and don't stop. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help. I know if thou withdraw thyself from me, where shall I go? Father, Heavenly Father, Father, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, pray and don't stop. Gotta close. One more. Can y'all take one more? I said, can you take one more? I dare you to wave your right hand and say, continue, preacher. Say, continue, preacher. I feel like continuing. I feel like going on. One more. Get out your seats. Find somebody who's gonna really preach with you. Find somebody who's gonna talk back to you and say, neighbor, I got one more word. And the word is continue to praise. Continue to praise. Say, neighbor, when I give you this scripture, you better scream, you better holler like God just bless your family and the scripture is this I will bless the Lord at all times I said I'll bless him at all times and his prayers I said his prayers shall continually be in my mouth Goodbye, y'all. Tell somebody I gotta praise him. He brought me too far. He brought me out. He brought me over. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I... Y'all ain't praising. Y'all ain't praising. Continue in the praise. Continue. In the worship, continue in the lifting him up. Open your mouth for the next 60 seconds. Continue. Let's have a Devil on my track. Continue. I've been disappointed. Continue. I've been let down. Continue. Friends walked away. Continue. Family don't understand. Continue. Lay hands on yourself and say, Self, 
continue I said lay hands on yourself and say self continue you didn't get the miracle but continue you didn't get the blessing but continue and then after you get it I will still reason why I can praise him with money because I was praising him with no money the reason why I can praise him when my enemies talk about me because I was praising him when I didn't have a friend the reason why I can praise him without a car because I was praising him with a metro card the reason why I can praise him without my house because I was praising him in the shelter. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will. I will. I will. I will. What be a son of a woman? Come on, I need somebody. Give them 60 seconds of a crazy praise. Said I wasn't gonna do it, but I couldn't keep it to myself. Said I wasn't gonna do it, but I got to bless him. I got to praise him. I got to lift him up. You better open your mouth. Come on, online worship. I'm tired of the whole I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I said I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Open up your mouth, raise your voice, and give them praise. Continue. 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 I'm getting out of here, y'all. But do me a favor. Lift up your hands in this room and online. Today, I release an anointing of endurance. I release an anointing of new strength. I release a grace to continue in this house from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. I release enduring strength, enduring anointing. Continue, continue, continue. We gotta quit, but do me a favor. Get out of your seat. Don't tell three people. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. If I gotta leave some friends behind, I made up my mind. I'ma keep going. If I gotta go by myself, I made up my mind. I made up my mind. I'ma keep going. Shout it out. Shout it out. <laughs> keep going. Who am I preaching to? There's a breakthrough up ahead. There's a miracle up the road. But there's a blessing beyond the miracle, beyond the breakthrough. Just keep Drop it Listen 
Because the music stopped, that don't mean you stop. receive this word today I quit quitting somebody repeat after me say today I quit quitting I've stopped more than I started my defeat has been in me ceasing from continuing. Some of you said to yourself, January 1st of this year, I'm going to church every Sunday. And every Sunday something happens to stop you from continuing. Who am I talking to? Hell has been working overtime to stop you. Stop you from believing, stop you from trusting, stop you from praising. Watch this, stop you from showing up where the saints are. Wave your finger at your neighbor, tell him he's been trying to stop you from going. He's been trying to. But I feel an anointing of endurance. And they continue. The day of Pentecost was over. But they. Crown, let me help you. It's not good for us on April the 10th to consecrate and get a bishop. It's not good for us on April 10th to have a standard. But by December 10th, the standard is gone. What glorifies God is when we. We don't want one day of good stuff because good is the enemy of great. And he said greater works than these shall you do. How it's going to happen? You got to. Some of you have washed your hands, folded your arms and gave your, yourself permission to lay in the bed somewhere because you had one good day. You consecrated for 21 days. Now you get at ease in Zion. The moment you get at ease is the moment the enemy shows up. The moment you sit back and say, I got it made. I'm good now. No, no, no. You're going to have to keep that same fire. It's being rehearsed in the heavens. And we get ready to go. It's being rehearsed in the heavens. The angels are crying, holy, holy, holy. 24-7. They don't stop. They don't stop. Because to not continue is to testify that God ceased from existing. In other words, you have permission to stop praising the moment God stops being good. Let me say it again. You've got permission to stop praising him the moment he ceases from being good. Somebody holler, continue. And if you... Receive this anointing today and this grace. We get ready to go. We out of here. To continue and just keep going whether it happens or not. I'm talking about to keep your fire burning. I'm talking about to keep your drive going. I'm talking about drive your ball far. Come on. Aim for the sky and hit your goal. I'm talking about move as fast and as hard and as consistent as you can and be devoted more than you've ever been before. 
There's a grace in this place to keep going. No days off. Somebody shout, no days off. I said, no days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. No day. You don't get days off from living right and living holy. You don't get no days off from faith. You don't get days off from love. You don't get days off from peace and joy. No days off. Somebody holler, no days off. No days off. Power is not lucky breaks, but permanent success. And the only way that can happen is if you, for the next couple of moments, for the next couple of seconds, I want you to give a preview for the rest of your life, the posture and position that you will be in by giving God praise, glory, and honor. Throw your hands up, open your mouth, and give God great praise right now. Come on. Come on. Continue. Repeat this prayer after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life, save me, change me, make me more like you. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead. I'm no longer my own. I have been purchased. I'm yours, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Clap your hands if you believe that and you receive that. Somebody said that for the first time and they believed it and meant it. If you said that for the first time you believe it and meant it, I want you to do us a favor. I want you to text the word SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, and I want you to send it to the number 40691. Text the word SAVED to the number 40691. SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to the number 40691. And you will be able to go with us on this journey of salvation. We'll walk with you, pray with you, and we'll be believing God with you. Things are new. Things are different. Because I will continue. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast.